Hello, 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 and welcome to the show, everybody. This is another edition of College Basketball Madness, presented by Prime Sports World. I am your host, the one and only Israel Rivera. And um, this has just been a wild, wild um, end to the regular season, a wild, wild end to the conference tournaments. Um, and we're wrapping them up um, today with the, uh, I believe you have the American, we have the Big Ten, the SEC Championship is going down right now. And I believe we have the A-10 um, going as well with the VCU and um, VCU and Dayton. So you guys want to keep that locked and uh, watch a whole full slate of basketball today. And you had some yesterday. And I mean, uh, there there were just some some games like yesterday. UCLA Arizona was a was a hell of a game. I mean, that was down to the wire. And there's just been a lot of games down to the wire. But anyways, before we get into it, make sure you guys go ahead and click like, share, and subscribe to on that button to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch um, for Prime Sports World. There uh, we're going live basically six or seven days a week. On Facebook, bring you the most up-to-date content um, here in the sporting world. And if, and in case you guys miss us, we can be heard on all platforms um, where podcasts can be heard. That's Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, um, uh, Spotify, Amazon, and um, iHeart Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to go ahead and drop a link. Go ahead and drop the link to that uh, RSS feed right now so you guys can go ahead and um hear us on uh all those platforms just in case you miss this podcast uh going live but a lot to go over um well not really a lot to go over but we'll you know we'll keep it um you know in the minimum here um you know just because you know we we're trying to get back to watching some college basketball i know alabama's up right now um beating um texas a&m right now so you know that's that's exciting uh for alabama they're on the precipice of getting the sec championship i know um had a lot of controversy surrounding their team but what a great way to you know possibly end the season um against uh you know a formidable opponent in texas a&m they're gonna lock up that number one seed here according to joe lenardi and every, everybody else no no surprise there um but yeah no from Watching all the, the conference centers, I've watched them all. I mean, I've watched all of them from the Big West to the um to you know the, the Big South to the MEAC. The MEAC game was incredible, um, uh, as well yesterday. Um, you know, everything from you know Big Ten, uh, Big 12 you know, all the way up to you know Pac 12, whatever the case is, right? I've watched those lower, those lower level games as well and there was just um some incredible 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 uh upsets here um one thing you know around this time is that when it's the tournament when it's tournament season you can't overlook the teams that you probably beat in the regular season it's tough to beat a team three times in one season especially in college basketball tough to beat a team three times in college basketball um and also, it's very, very tough to overlook an opponent thinking, okay, I got, for example, 
Godly, I, I want to bring up. I don't even want to bring up a lower level um, school here. Uh, for example, Iowa State. Iowa State, right? You know, Iowa State went out and and beat Baylor 78-72. I mean, I watched that game. It was a three-point game at the half, and Iowa State just kept making shot after shot after shot. Kousher is, is, is a dog. I mean, the Iowa State's going to make the tournament, obviously, uh, even 19 games, 12 losses. But the Big 12 is the best tournament in college basketball, you guys know what I'm saying. But Iowa State, you know, has beaten Baylor before um, in the regular season. And they just, you know, like like I said, you can't overlook a team that that you think is better, that that you think you're better than. Um, I'll give you another example. Um, uh, God Lee, I'll give you another example. I believe DePaul. DePaul. They won their first round matchup uh, against Seton Hall, 66-65. Uh, in the first round. That's a game that Seton Hall, there's 17 wins. DePaul's got 10 wins. And DePaul won 66-65 on a wild ending. Wild ending. Made, you know, you know, block, you know, they made free throws with four seconds left. And then they they blocked the layup at the buzzer. Okay. So shout out to DePaul for making the quarterfinals in the Big East. You know, it's teams like that 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 that'll shock you. Um you know, I mean, there, there, there's, there's teams like that. And then, obviously, I'm gonna tell you right now, the ACC champion Duke, the Duke Blue Devils, they definitely shocked me. I mean, they, they have won, I believe they've won what, twelve in a row, something like that. Was it one, two, three, four? They won nine in a row after last night. Sorry for the pause. But the Duke Blue Devils are one of the hottest teams going into this tournament, okay? 11, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. They've won 12 out of their last 14 games. The Duke Blue Devils have won 12 out of their last 14 games. Let me say that. This is a team that has like four freshmen on the team. John Shire has done an amazing job with the Duke Blue Devils here to end the second half of the season. You know, they, I didn't think Duke, I thought Pittsburgh had a chance to beat Duke. They blew the doors off of Pittsburgh, right? Blew the doors off of Pittsburgh. Then here comes Friday. Here comes Friday. And Duke pretty much had in handy the game against Miami, 85-78. And then yesterday, they took Virginia down i mean down down i mean virginia in the second half didn't even have a chance i mean virginia every time they tried tried to get the the game to six or seven duke had an answer a three threw it in the flipkowski or philipkowski he got the and one uh jeremy roach big shot big three floater uh, he had a beautiful turnaround uh with the last seven minutes uh to go, which was big. I mean, it felt like, it, and and Key Clark had a probably one of his worst games of his college career. You probably you probably won't see Key Clark play another worst. He probably won't play a bad game like that ever again. Um, well, you never say ever, never say ever. But Key Clark played a horrible game that year, that that game, and just Virginia just could not get anything going. I mean, they 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 
were horrible from three. I mean, they shot underneath 30% from three, probably less than that, uh, probably less than 20, like almost in the 20s from the three. They just couldn't get the shot to fall. Um, let me see what Virginia shot from three. They just, just all the easy buckets. You know, Virginia is a team that they get the, they keep the clock going. So they play slow. They play at a slow pace. They play at a, a, a pace where the clock keeps running. They run it down. They play defense. That's one thing that they do. They do play defense. They play defense against Duke. Pretty good defense. Just Duke had an answer for everything. And Derek Lively, I know we've criticized him a little bit on this show. Um, I hate criticizing an 18-year-old. But Derek Lively has played great basketball in these last 14 guys. He, he has been the shot. He has been the rim protector that they wanted. Um, Jeremy Roach had 23 points yesterday, 7 to 12, 7 to 7 from the free throw line. Um, when I look at their stats, I want to pull up their three point percentage. Ah, there we go. 23 and a, they Virginia shot 23 and a half percent from the three, 23 and a half percent from three. They were 417, Duke was 413. So Duke shot less threes, made the same amount, shot less threes. So they shot 30 percent. It's not Duke's, you know, forte. They're a great free throw shooting team. Beat them on the free, beat them on the strike, seventy-seven percent to seventy-six. But one thing I do want to tell, do want to say, is they out rebounded Virginia. I mean, it seemed like you know they were getting offensive rebounds, even though Virginia beat them by two offensive rebounds. I think there at the end, they Duke had some real key offensive rebounds down the stretch, and then the defensive rebound. They was just like one and done. It was like you know one shot. Virginia couldn't get a rebound. 28 rebounds, defensive rebounds, 33 to 30. They beat them in that total. They beat them in every single total, dang near. When I look at it down the line, they beat Virginia in, in, in all categories. But it's just like Duke. I just wouldn't expect Duke. I didn't expect Duke to win the ACC championship. I expected Virginia to win that game. I thought it would be close. I thought it'd be close, but I expected Virginia to win that game. Uh, I expected Virginia to win that game. Um, I didn't expect Marquette to to blow the doors off of uh, Xavier, which I mean I don't say I don't think blowing the doors off, but they won about they won by fourteen. Um, I didn't expect Texas. No, no, that's, that's that's another game. That's another game. Marcus Carr had a hell of a game. I mean, the Texas the Texas Longhorns had a hell of a game against Kansas. This is this is nothing nothing against Jalen Wilson because Jalen Wilson balls out every game. But in these games, when you see Kansas lose, when you saw they lose seven, their seven games, five in conference, they've looked exactly like this, right? They've looked exactly like this. Jalen Wilson putting up his, you know, 20 a game, you know, doing his thing. But then everybody else was just, meh, didn't even, didn't even care to show up. They had so many turnovers. I mean, they had 15 turnovers. The, to Texas is 10. And you're talking 15 big turnovers. I'm talking about turnovers in key situations. Um, Grady Dick, six points. Harris, six points. Yesafus, 11 points. Uh, they got three points off their bench. MJ Rice had three points. Um, Pettiford, zero points. These are guys, these are their main contributors. Uday, zero points. Three turnovers. Their bench committed six turnovers. When they came in again, when your bench commits more turnovers than making points, that's a bad job, baby. I'm just letting you know that right now. So when you look at, when I look at 
uh, uh, this game, Texas, Kansas, and this is the second time Texas has beaten Kansas in a week now. Second time Texas has beaten Kansas in a week. So shout out to Texas Longhorns won the Big 12 championship. We all thought Kansas might win. They were these teams are so close all season. So, you know, it's kind of a push, but man, I mean, Marcus Carr, 17 big ones. I mean, he was making shots down the stretch. Um, uh, you know, Dylan Disu was making good, you know, was was playing big uh for, for Texas. Um, Rice was playing big for Texas. I mean, every across the board, they were playing big. I mean, when you look at the bench. They've got they got uh 20 points off the bench. 20 points to four turnovers. That that that's that's basically where where and they lost by 20 points. The, the bench really, you know, kind of did them in, you know, uh Kansas and nobody else was contributing. I mean, you expect Grady Dick to do stuff. You expect, you know, DeMar, uh you expect Harris to do stuff. Um you know, that that that's 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 you know, his normal eight points. I mean, they 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 gave him nothing. They gave them nothing. Um, and this is just off of when, you know, Grady Dick just had a good game in the previous game. Um, so, I, you know, shout out to Texas for winning the Big 12 championship. I got to look at some of these other games, you know, here that they that we have up here. But like I said, man, when it comes down to it, man, a lot of teams that you think that aren't – I mean, like Missouri, another one. Missouri made it to the um, the, the semis, right? I didn't expect Missouri to beat Tennessee the way they did. I mean, they beat them by eight points. Hell of a game. Um, so, you know, I, and, and, but they lost to Alabama. But, you know, I didn't expect Missouri. So when you look, when you look at certain certain, te- certain games, um, you just kind of wonder, you know, what the hell is going on. I want to I give a shout-out, though. Um, God, Lee, I have to go back to um, – I probably have to go back to last week, maybe. Uh, not last week. I probably have to go back to, to to this Monday or Tuesday here. Let me see. Not top twenty-five. I had it written down. There was a game. There was a. It was a. It was a. Um. It was a. It was like a Big West game or something like that. I trying to remember which game it was. Once I pull it up, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. Um, this was probably one of the best games that I've seen in quite some time here. Shout out to Foreman for winning the SoCon. Um, Oral Roberts, they're going to be a problem. Max Admus. His, that's another guy, man. Oral Roberts, I'll tell you something. Oral Roberts, they won the Summit League. They're probably going to they're probably going to go into that tournament. They're going to shock, they're going to shock whoever they play first. Oral Roberts is going to shock them. Um Oral Roberts is definitely going to shock that team. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of there's a lot of good there's a lot of uh, you know championship. There's a lot of championship games here because uh, you know you had some games last week that were played as well. Um, Godly, I am trying to find, I am trying to find this one game. Anyways, um, if it comes to mind, I'll, I'll bring it up. But, um, you know, shout out to everybody that, um, you know, that has, you know, contri- you know, that has, uh, you know, followed this college basketball, that has covered college basketball. Um, you know, this is a great time, uh, you know, in the sporting year. And, um, and uh, you know, just this is this, this is just a magical time here. Um, 
when it comes down when it when when it comes down to it, nothing is better than March Madness, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to say that nothing is better than March Madness because when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, man, you know these teams, man, they they really put it all on the line. They really, really put it all on the line, and um, you know, it 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 comes it comes down to just heart. You know, it comes down to a lot of heart um, and a lot of you know a lot of intensity. Um, you know, from from a lot of these teams, and um, you know, you know, a lot of teams they need they need to win the conference tournament to, just to make the tournament. You know, even if you're going 26 and and four or something like that. Um, 26 and four, you know, you need, you need, you need to win your, your conference tournament if you're playing the big South or the big West, you know? Um, so, oh, found a game that, you know, a lot of teams, a lot of people probably wouldn't even know this game. They probably weren't watching this game, but I'd have to say the best moment out of all these conference tournaments and my, out of all these conference tournaments, right. Was a small school, South Carolina Upstate Spartans, and I've just found a game because I was just like, it was kind of jogging, it was killing me, and I had to find it. So this is the Big South quarterfinal. Gardner Webb, South Carolina Upstate. South Carolina Upstate has a kid named Jordan Ganey. I'm gonna give Jordan Ganey a shout out. He's a sophomore, 6'4, 175 from Tucson, Arizona. That has a really sweet game. Has a really sweet game, but Jordan Ganey, Jordan Ganey had a hell of a had a hell of a game. He had twenty five points in this game. But let me tell you something. Gardner Webb, I believe, was up two points. Gardner Webb was up two points with like, I want to say, oh my gosh, I want to say. A, like like a few seconds left on the clock. I it had to be, it had to be godly. It had to be a couple seconds on the clock. I'd have I'm I'm gonna go look at what what the time stamp was on it. Ah, so Jordan Ganey before that made a three pointer to get it to seventy six seventy four against Gardner Webb. Um, Gardner Webb gets got has the ball back right. They have the ball back, right? Check it out. Gardner Webb inbounds it. They get they they South Carolina Upstate steals the pass, the inbounds, gives it back to Jordan Ganey on the on the sideline, on the on the side, under corner three, and he drains a three with like no time left, with like probably 0.5 left on the clock. That had to be out of all the I mean, this had to be one of the best clutch moments that I've seen in, in, in the conference tournament game. Jordan Ganey from South Carolina upstate out of the Big South in a quarterfinal game. That was an incredible, incredible, incredible game right there. Um, and I watched it. And so um, so yeah, shout out to Jordan Ganey. He had a hell of a moment. I, I, South Carolina upstate didn't win the Big South. Um, they didn't win the Big South. They ended up losing, if I'm not mistaken, um, in their next game to UNC Asheville. Um, but yeah, shout out to, uh, you know, shout out to, um, shout out to, you know, Jordan Ganey having a little moment here in conference tournament, uh, in the conference tournament play. And actually they lost to the champions 
UNC Asheville, um, who beat um, Campbell 77-73 there in the Big South Championship game. But anyways, um, just kind of moving forward here, these are our top 25 rankings to end the season. Got Houston at one, UCLA at two, Kansas at three, Bama four, Purdue five, Marquette six, Texas seven, Arizona at eight, Gonzaga at nine, Baylor at rounding out the top 10. They got UConn, Kansas State, Virginia, Miami at 14, Xavier at 15, 16, St. Mary's at number 17, Tennessee, 18, Texas A&M, St. Mary's who got blown out by uh, Gonzaga in, the, in their champion, um, uh, what, what they call the WCC, baby. Um, 19, Indiana, 20, San Diego State, 21, Duke, 22, Texas, TCU, 23, Kentucky, Creighton, Missouri to end out the top 25 uh, in the regular season here. Um, hell of a regular season come down the stretch. Um, honestly, I picked Baylor. I thought Baylor, because they were going on their little run. They were going on their little run um, towards, like, middle to end of the season. But they have kind of floundered in their last, you know, few games here down the stretch. When I look at a team looking at something down the stretch, I look at, you know, Baylor, and I'm like, ah. Yeah, damn. I picked Baylor to win the national championship. Now they're struggling. Coming down the stretch here. Um, I believe Baylor's lost. Let me let me go look at what they're down the stretch. What are what where they're at? I think they've lost their last like four out of six. Something like that. Something in that something in that range, Baylor has lost at least four out of six. At least four out of six. It's got to be. We'll pull it up right now here. If I could find it. Yeah, they lost in the quarterfinal to Iowa State, which, golly, that sucks. I, I I thought Bear I thought Baylor would have been been able to beat um um yeah so in their last six Baylor is two and six so they've got two wins in the last two and six I knew I was right last six two and six uh they lost to Kansas lost to K State they beat number eight Texas beat Oklahoma State which is a bubble team we'll get to that soon uh and then they've lost to they lost to Iowa State two times in the last week um. And both times Iowa State dominated. In my opinion, I, I thought Iowa State dominated. So Baylor kind of not ending, not ending the season on a strong note. Um, has kind of maybe hurt their seed, right? We probably go from you know four or five, something like that, to you know, possibly just the five, right? Maybe go from a four or top four seed to a five, right? Um, and when usually the conference champions, right? Usually they like to keep the conference champions in, you know, you know, in their region so their teams could travel. So they reward the conference champions, stuff like that. So like, you know, Purdue will probably be in the new, the New York region and they'll be able to travel. Texas will probably be in what the Midwest region or something like that. I think Texas, well, Houston will be in the West region. Um, then you got Kansas, Kansas will probably be in the Midwest region, even though they didn't win the conference tournament, they were, they're arguably they're the best team in the big 12, one of the best teams in the nation, uh, period. But I believe they'll have, um, 
Texas should be here somewhere. I believe Texas will probably be playing in the West, if I'm not mistaken. Texas is probably playing like no, Texas will probably be playing in the South. So probably playing in that Louisville region. So they'll be playing like Des Moines, Iowa. So they're like close to Texas, close to Austin. So the teams so the teams could travel um with them. So um anyways, um hell of a hell of a hell of a hell of a um uh you know uh, season to wrap up here. Um going to our uh my predictions here for tonight. Um <laughs> Right now, you know, obviously, I had Alabama winning this game against Texas A&M. They're winning right now, thirty-three to twenty-one. So I got Alabama winning that game. Um, I just think they're just too talented across the board. Um, yeah, just too talented across the board. Alabama. I love uh, Texas A&M. They they get after it. Um, you know, um, you know, Dennis gets after it at the guard position. Taylor gets after it at the guard position. He's zero for five right now uh, in this game. Radford's one for eight. Um, uh, right now, uh, Tyrese Rapper, uh, he's a senior leader there. I was at 13 points per game uh, for Texas A&M. So slow start for Texas A&M. Uh, but, you know, when I look at, you know, Brand, a guy like Brandon Miller, he's got three fouls right now, which is could be big in that second half. Uh, but, yeah, Brandon Miller has three fouls. I'm going to have to sit him an extended amount of time. But Javon Quinterly, 13 points already so far. Brandon Miller has eight, six, and two right now. Shooting on one to six, so he's getting the free throw line. Um, but yeah, Alabama, Alabama is definitely, um, definitely my favorite to win the SEC championship, uh, today. Um, if I had to pick, uh, you know, a team in, uh, the American, so we got Memphis and Houston here. This is going to be a hell of a game here. Uh, when I look at it, uh, Memphis before the regular season, Memphis took Houston to the wire and Houston had to win it on a buzzer beater. Uh, to win that game, um, if I'm not mistaken. This was on the 5th of uh, March, so this was like um, the end of the regular season, the last game of the you know regular season. Um, Jamal Sheed, he's the one uh, that made the, uh, you know, game-winning jumper there uh, to beat um, to beat Memphis there in Memphis. It was a hell of a game, and Memphis was uh, – Memphis was up, you know, late in that, that, late in that fourth quarter, but Houston's just a hell of a team. I expect this game to be – a battle back and forth. Um, let me tell you, man. Um, Memphis, Memphis plays hard, man. And they're long, they're athletic. Houston's big too. And Houston got Houston has you know guards that can keep up. Um, but I'm gonna go with Houston. They just they 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 get it, right? They're well coached with Calvin Sampson. Uh, this is a young team with Memphis, but a very talented team with Memphis. Um, very, very talented team led by the senior Kendrick Davis, averaging 21 points a game uh, at the guard position. Um, so you know, Memphis is a very, very tough team. Um, but I think Houston just you know has them in terms of guard play. I think Houston's just the better team. Um, but it should be a very close game, just like how it went down to the regular season. Um, give me Houston in that game to win the American um today against Memphis. Uh, moving forward to the Atlantic, um, to the 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 A10 championship game, um, I actually got Dayton, and Dayton's actually winning this game actually right now, thirty six to thirty. But I actually had Dayton uh, to win this game to beat VCU. Um, you know, just from watching, I think VCU's had a great tournament. They're the best team in this conference. They're probably they're probably gonna make the tournament regardless. Um, they'll probably make the tournament regardless. 
of everything. Um, I know Fordham probably may make the tournament. I, you know, you in in the A10, you probably probably have. I don't. St. Louis is probably a bubble team. They may get in. I'm not sure. I doubt it. But I, I think VCU, Dayton definitely get in. Fordham should get considered. Fordham should definitely get in. I mean, there should be at least three bids out of this conference. I think this is a very tough conference. Um, let's look at Joe Lenardi's bracket here as he breaks it down. I see, you know, VCU's in there. Dayton. I think he has VCU as a conference champion. So that's why VCU gets in. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, just so many good teams. There's so many good teams out there. You can't put them all in. I would love to have three teams from the A-10 but according to Joe Lenardi, only one team from the A-10 gets in. Only one team from the A-10 gets in. So whoever wins this A-10 championship gets in. Um, I got to see, like, where – he doesn't even have any other A-10 teams in, like, the first four in and out, which is interesting to me. Very interesting. Anyways, um, but yeah, whoever wins that game is obviously going to the conference tournament. Um, but I mean, all three of those teams at the top, very good teams. VCU's had a great season. I think Dayton wins though. Um, they have good. Um, uh, one thing about Dayton is that they really push it, and they they really have guys in the front court position, Amazon Holmes, that can really that can really get after it. Um, so that might give VCU some problems here when it comes to their front court, when it comes to their wing play as well. Uh, and it is becoming a problem. They have 29 points between Amazon Holmes, um, you know, for Dayton. So, you know, definitely VCU's got the work cut out for them in the second half, but it's still early, 36-30. Um, anything can happen. Moving on to the Big Ten championship game uh, today. <clears throat> and that's probably, our, you know, that's the last, Big game, and then you know the tournament selection to come out here. I actually got Purdue winning this game, beating Penn State three times in a row. It's tough, it's tough to beat a team three times in a year. I always say that, but I think Purdue's got the number. I saw them yesterday against Ohio State. Ohio State kept it close; they had a lead, and it's just like Zach Eady. He's just so big, and when he gets deep down there in the post, it's very hard to stop him. It's very hard to stop him. He's just like right now in college basketball, he's a cheat card. The next level is something different. Everybody can bang at the next level. But Zach Eadie's just a big body. You don't have a lot of guys that that can get that deep a post position in college basketball and that can block a 7-3 guy shot. And he has a hell of a hook shot, right or left. Um, and he's got great position. So I got Purdue beating him. But, man, Penn State, the way they Penn State has been playing in the Big Ten, just to end the season in the Big Ten champ, championship, Big Ten tournament. I mean, in the last, let me see, one, two, three. The last nine games, Penn State is eight and one. Eight and one. And a lot of these games I'm looking at, I mean, other than the Maryland game, maybe Illinois, then they played them a second time. And they beat Illinois by 12. That's when they started this whole thing. They lost the records by three. They Otherwise, they'd be nine and oh. Um, but they beat Indiana 77-73. Um, Indiana has a hell of a front court presence as well. Um, you know, they beat Northwestern 
beat Illinois uh, in the uh, Big Ten Conference um, tournament. So, you know, going against Purdue, I mean, they're, they're, they are getting a hot Penn State team right now, a very, very, very hot Penn State team right now. Very hot, very hot. So, um, you know, when you look at it, I, you know, I obviously I think that when, when it comes down to it, it's going to come down, down to the guard play, right? Um, you know, can, can, can Penn State match up with the guards from Purdue? Um, you know, Jalen Pickett, hell of, a, hell of a player. I mean, he's a triple – he's on the triple-double watch almost every every game. You know, led by him, you know, 18, 7, and 6. You know, he's averaging 18, 7, and 7 almost um, in terms of, uh, you know, you know, this year. So when I look at him, you know – he's a big catalyst for what Penn State does good. Seth Lundy, another guy, 14 points per game. Andrew Funk, another guy. That's why I say the guard play from Penn State. I mean, they run four or five guards deep. They play small ball. Um, and that's why it hurts them. That's why Purdue's just a bad matchup because Zach Eadies, I mean, they just they just throw it into the post and he just ate them up. He eats them up. Um, looking at their last game that they played against Purdue, they lost by 20. They lost by 20. And, I mean, it was close, you know, in the first half. But second half, Purdue just made the adjustments and took over. Um, I was scoring on 45-31. Um, Zach Eady had 18 and 13 in that game, um, you know, playing amazing. Um, I think in that game, um, Jalen Pickett didn't have his best game, um, but didn't play bad either. You know, 12 points, seven assists, five five rebounds, two turnovers, though. You know, he's probably going back. He's looking like, man, I can't turn the ball over against Purdue. Um but anyways, when I look at that, when I look at that last game, I, I look at you know, I look at you know, they got 29 points. Purdue got 29 points off the bench for Mason Gillis. <laughs> 29 points, a guy that averages six points per game. Um, I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen again. Okay, Mason Gillis is nine of twelve from three. Um, and you know, so I don't think that's gonna happen again. But I'll go Penn State. Um, it's going to be a close game. I'm going to go Purdue by five against Penn State. Um, but yeah, Penn, Penn, I, and if I was betting, I'd take, the, I'd take the, the points for Penn State. But this is definitely a game where, I mean, look, hey, man, Penn State has to win this game, right? I think there's nine teams. Joe Lenardi has nine teams getting in from the Big Ten, the most out of any conference, eight teams from the Big 12. Um, right now, Penn State 22 and 12. They're definitely getting into the conference. They're definitely getting into the tournament, into the big dance. But right now, you want to cap off your season with a Big Ten tournament champion championship against the best, one of the best teams in the nation. I think it's tough to beat a team three times, but I think Purdue gets it done. They win by five. Uh, and Penn State still um Penn State still gets into the conference tournament. Now, next Tuesday, now this Tuesday coming up, we will be um going over the brackets with some of the guys here. Uh, we'll have them make their picks and everything like that. So you guys don't want to miss that content as well. Um, but looking over, you know, with you know Joe Lenardi's um, bracketology, um, you know he's he's got you know first team out is, uh, is Oklahoma State. Um, last team in is going to be Arizona State. On the bubble, on the bubble, we have. Mississippi State, Pittsburgh, NC State, Arizona State, which we just mentioned, they're going to be the last in. Um, Boise State, Providence, Utah State, Rutgers, last four buys. Um, and then the first four out, Oklahoma State, Clemson, 
Nevada, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, tough, 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 tough. They lost to Texas A&M. I thought they could have made the A. If they would have beat Texas A&M, I think they get in. I don't know right now if they do get in. And then the next four out, Wisconsin. It's got North Carolina out. North Carolina, what a fall from grace. Number one team in the nation uh, to start the season. What a fall from grace. Oregon and Michigan, next four out. Michigan would have won a couple more, maybe a game or two. I think they have some consideration. North Carolina definitely had to make it to the ACC championship game to, to even get consideration. They had to win the ACC championship game to even get it in there. Um, but, yeah, no, this is uh, – you know, this is this is a hell of a um hell of a time, guys. Um, you know, everybody's excited to fill out those brackets, especially after today. Um, so you guys don't want to miss it. Go ahead and catch some Big Ten basketball, some ACC, some SEC basketball here uh today. Um, because there's some, some good games still on today. Uh, so you guys don't want to miss that. But, anyways, it's been a wrap here. Um, go ahead, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast at Prime Sports World on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Um Go ahead and um, like our NBA Supreme and NFL Supreme Facebook page for more NFL for more NFL and NBA fan interaction uh, through Prime Sports World. And in case you missed this feed, we are heard on all podcasts, all, all streaming services with podcasts can be heard, and that's uh, Apple Music, Samsung, um, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys don't want to miss that content that we bring here to you going live at least six to seven days a week because Prime Sports World has you covered 363, 360 degrees, 24-7, 365 days out the year, ladies and gentlemen. Many ways, it's been a wrap. I'm your host, Israel Rivera. Um, and as I like to say, ladies and gentlemen, every time, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And sayonara, 